0: Hey everyone, Mundo here. If you would like to support the show, please head to patreon.com slash court Yo! What's up everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Crime and Court USA. This is a weekly show where I cover big crime and legal news going on in the good ol' US of A. Recording this on January 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. I hope you guys are doing well. Me? Yeah, I've been doing okay. Not much going on in Mundo land, you know? Just, uh, getting into the NFL playoffs. Now that we're right in the middle of it. Don't know who's gonna win the Super Bowl. Green Bay's looking strong. Who the hell knows is going to win the AFC. That's all up in the air. Big Ben Roethlisberger called it a career after a blowout loss to the Chiefs. So uh, congrats there, buddy. You may or may not be a sex offender, <laughs> but, well, you had a solid a solid football career. So so there you go, man. Uh, just a reminder that I now have perks on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash USA. For just $1 a month, you get access to a new show called Crime and Court Extra. And for $5 a month, you go right in on Patreon and have your comments and questions read on either Crime and Court USA or on Crime and Court Extra. I just recorded an interview with Miranda Viscoli of New Mexicans to Prevent Gun Violence. We talked about youth gun violence, in particular New Mexico, how it's on the rise, and what her organization is doing to prevent it. So look out for that very soon on patreon.com slash crimeandcourtusa. All right, so we had some big gaming slash business news this week. Microsoft is set to acquire Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. And what is in Microsoft's biggest acquisition and possibly, I think it is gaming's biggest acquisition. So Activision Blizzard owns huge franchises like World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, and of course, the juggernaut, Call of Duty, which is consistently the highest selling game each and every year. In fact, last year in 2021, the highest selling game was Call of Duty, Duty Vanguard, and the second highest selling game was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So they do ridiculous numbers over at Activision Blizzard, and now they are going to be required, acquired, <laughs> required, acquired, acquired by Microsoft. Uh, The deal is set to go through by the middle of 2023. Now, this is relevant to our show because it comes as Activision Blizzard is embroiled in legal controversy. The company was sued by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing for widespread gender-based discrimination and sexual harassment. That was back in July. According to Bloomberg Law, a two-year investigation by the state of California found that Activision Blizzard fostered a frat boy culture where female employees were constantly subjected to sexual harassment and were paid less than their male counterparts. The Sioux says males would participate in cube crawls. This is where some of the accusations just get really wacky. so for these cube crawls, they would get really drunk and crawl from cubicle to cubicle. this is all what does it remind mind? reminds me of a what night crawlers in it 's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> anyways, they would get drunk and they would crawl from cubicle to cubicle to engage in inappropriate behavior with female employees. And the suit also says that males, which make up 80% of Activision's workforce, so total sausage fest over there, would engage in sexual banter and openly joke about rape while on the job. Women alleged that they were held back from promotions because there was the possibility that they might become pregnant, and they were criticized for having to leave work to pick up their children from daycare. So basically, they were discriminated against for being women and for uh, being mothers, basically, allegedly. The lawsuit also mentioned a female employee who took her own life while on a company trip with a male supervisor. She had been subjected to sexual harassment and had nude photos of her passed around at a company party. Activision Blizzard is also under investigation by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, and there's a class action lawsuit that I believe was settled right before the July lawsuit came from the state of California. That was instigated by the shareholders. And there's also an unfair labor practices complaint filed by the Communication Workers of America. So yeah, they're embroiled in a lot of stuff recently. Now part of the deal is that once once the deal is finalized, Activision CEO Bobby Kodak will step down. And I know that's what a lot of people want because obviously he was in charge when all this stuff uh, you know was going down, allegedly. So... Yeah, yeah, he's he set to step down. And the state of California seems like they're mostly looking for compliance with workplace protection laws, and they want uh, back pay for employees who are affected. So I imagine with new leadership coming in, with a completely new company taking over, that those issues will be addressed, and maybe the lawsuit will get settled. So we'll see how that breaks up. Big, big time news there. All right, we got the nerdy news out of the way. The biggest news from the week comes to us from texas actually where a suspect took four hostages at a synagogue in the dallas fort worth area on january 15th the situation ended after 11 hours with the hostages making it out safely and the suspect dying of a gunshot wound the incident now seems to be part of an international terrorism investigation so the fbi says 44 year old malik faisal akram who is a british citizen went into a Congregation Beth Israel in Colleyville, Texas, during a live stream Saturday morning service. Akram claimed on the live stream that he had explosives, but police did not comment further on when he, whether any were found. He did have a handgun, though. He can also be heard ranting about religion and saying that his quote-unquote sister should be released from a prison. A U.S. official told ABC News that he was referring to Afia Siddiqui, Who is serving an 86-year sentence in in a texas prison on terrorism charges and they are not biologically related even though he kept calling her his sister local police and the fbi said at a news conference later that night that akram released one of the hostages at about 5 p.m a few hours later the rabbi and two others were able to escape and that's when the fbi's hostage rescue team moved in a stun grenade was used to disorient him before he got shot Now that's some Call of Duty shit right there, you know what I mean? You breach the door, you throw in this stun grenade, there's like the me, and then you shoot the dude. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, and again, it's not clear if the fatal shot came from the FBI or if it came from Akram himself. Rabbi Charlie Seitren Walker told news media that he threw a chair at Akram and and that allowed for the hostages to make a run for it. Now this appears to be the opening that the FBI needed to move in, as witnesses at the scene said that they saw people running from the building and someone chased after them, but then that person ran back in. And I believe, again, that seems to be at the opening that the FBI needed to finally move in there with that flashbang. Of course, around 9 p.m., reporters on the scene said there was a loud bang, which was probably that flashbang, followed by what sounded like gunfire. Colleyville police confirmed the situation was resolved at 10, 15 p.m., and about 200 officers responded to the scene throughout the day. Now, this is where it gets interesting. FBI special agent in charge Matthew DeSarno of the Dallas field office said at the press conference that the FBI's investigation will also focus on London and Tel Aviv, Israel. As well, it is the FBI, so they didn't say shit other than that, so what are you going to do? But British police also arrested two teens in relation to the incident. They were held for questioning, but we don't know exactly why or what their involvement is just yet. We do have some sort of a timeline, though, According to law enforcement, Akram arrived in New York on December 29th, and on January 2nd, just a few days later, he was dropped off at a homeless shelter in Dallas. Siddiqui, who is widely known as Lady Al-Qaeda, is serving time in a federal prison in Fort Worth after she was convicted of terrorism charges in 2010. She has deep ties to Al-Qaeda, and it appears that Akram was on a mission to free her. I don't think it was a very well-thought-out mission, (laughs) but... That seems to be what he wanted to do. And apparently just on reading up I read a lot of stories about this guy, as I know. I like to give exact sources, but I read so much. <laughs> he um yeah, he I guess towards the end he just thought that like, his mission wasn't going to go through and that's why he let a hostage free or he, he kinda let his guard down. Something like that. He just finally realized that he wasn't gonna get his demand of getting Sadiqi released from a federal prison, so yeah, didn't didn't quite work out so well. But he was investigated by British officials in 2020, according to the Washington Post, but concluded that he posed no threat. And Britain's home office, which I'm not sure what that is. My British friends could to explain the home office. They declined to comment on that investigation. They sound a lot like our FBI. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Places of worship have been attacked in Texas in recent years, though. In December 2019, two people died. When a gunman opened fire during church services at the West Freeway Church of Christ in White Settlement, which is also in the Fort Worth area, the shooter was shot in the head by a 71-year-old volunteer security guard, and at least five or six other parishioners drew their weapons on the gunman as well. This one, this particular shooting, as well as the service, was being live-streamed as well. And I did watch the video of this, and I, I just kept thinking of how crazy it was. Not only the tragedy of... This man pulling out a shotgun in the middle of a church service and just aimlessly killing people, but that five or six other people drew their guns and started, or, you know, at least aimed at on what he was shot by one person. But I am thinking like, this is church, man. And I'm not <laughs> trying to, you know, make jokes or make light of the situation. But I was just thinking like, what did I just watch? Like, yeah, like there was this crazy shootout in the middle of church. <laughs> like what is happening? I mean, good thing these people, these other people, the, the parishioners brought their guns because they hadn't, he would have killed more people, the gunman. But yeah, it's just can't can't go anywhere these days, man. And of course, in November 2017, a gunman killed 25 people and wounded 22 others at the First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, Texas. The shooter later died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Okay. And finally, I should just have a segment about celebrities behaving badly or getting arrested. You know what I mean? I had a, I had a whole thing about Fetty Wap getting charged with trafficking, drug trafficking. Then we had Danny Carey from Tool getting arrested at a Kansas City airport. Now, Kanye West, who I guess is now known as just Ye, is under investigation for allegedly punching a fan who asked for his autograph outside a Los Angeles nightclub. There's not much more to say on that other than reading about this, I found that he legally changed his name to just Ye. So he has no middle or last name. He is no longer Mr. West. Mr. West. Oh, man. We have fun. Oh. All right, guys. That is all for this week. Remember to share the podcast with your friends, share it with your enemies. Help me continue to spread the word of Crime and Court USA. We are still growing, and that pleases me very much. Visit the Patreon page, of course, Crime and Court USA. Uh, Patreon.com slash usa Help support me there, you guys. Again, I do have exclusive content now. I hope you guys take me up on that tier to to write into the show. I really want to start hearing from you guys. And I want you guys to start participating. So I hope you guys start taking me up on that. Leave a rating and review on iTunes. Leave a rating on Spotify. That also helps spread the podcast and get in front of more people. All right, guys. Until next time, my name is Mundo, and I'm out. Peace.